Oh, um, guys, I also sent you um, your molecular gastronomy stuff today. It'll arrive on Tuesday via UPS ground. Okay, awesome. So here, here's the deal. Still have done nothing for this. Same. Oh. Next week, I will start. Is the month. What? Oh. Isn't next week the end of the month? It doesn't matter. Uh, I think it's better if we write the blog than if we just send money to racist people, so let's just <laughs> okay. try to get it done. We're definitely not uh, sending money to racist people. I'm not doing it. And, I'm uh, imagining a whole world of backstory. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sarah, we, uh, we did. <laughs> oh, it's okay. No, let me imagine. Na-na-na, <laughs> come on. Good afternoon, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, really, really bad books, as well as movies and television. This is episode number 196. We have now done as many episodes as the number of episodes of the series Matlock. We've now outlived Matlock. I wish we had just gone through all of Matlock. You mean then then have done the show? I think we have fewer internet friends, (laughs) but... But more a brain cells? Life, certainly. Yeah, generally a better life. Specific internet friends. <laughs> yeah, we'd be all blown up the Matlock boards. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I bet there are still a lot of Matlock discussions somewhere. I don't know where. Mm. Would you like to see Matlock erotic fan fiction? <laughs> no! Matlock slash fiction. I'm looking it up. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's let's get, let's get on with our show. You can look this up later. As speaking of things, no, no, no. Wait, here's the. Of course, there is no Matlock slash fiction. That would be ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of things that are sexy and boring at the same time, this week we're talking about Fifty Shades. You didn't like my editorial on Matlock. Okay. Mm. This week we're talking about Fifty Shades Darker, the sequel to the Nintendo 64 game Perfect Dark. Ooh! <laughs> if only. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Goldeneye with way more butt plugs. <laughs> and Goldeneye already had a good number of butt plugs. Can the golden butt plug shoot through walls? <laughs> Only on certain modes. Yeah. Oh, I think that the trick is to be odd job. Can we have the remote controlled right? butt plug or like the proximity butt plug? No, that, or the butt plug no launcher? It's fun if there's proximity butt plugs. It's just too easy. <laughs> Nobody ever like everybody dies. There's no fun there. There's no. Well, skill. What if you give everybody a butt raker super laser? <laughs> what about double butt plugs? All right, fine. Double butt plugs. <laughs> All right. This week's episode is sponsored by AudiblePodcast.com/slash/readandweep. If you go to that address and sign up for a trial membership, you. You get an audiobook for free, and you support our show all at the same time. It's a nice little package, like a nice double butt plug. Uh, if you want to force us to read any topic of your choice, though, another good way to support the show is to go to read-weep.com, click on the green dollar sign, and then click on the sponsor button, and you can choose anything under the sun. I think we've proven that we will actually do anything, given that we came to a second Fifty Shades. Yes, and I just want to say again, if you want us to do the third one, $1,000. <laughs> I think I am comfortable saying I will not do the next one for no money. <laughs> I don't know Wait. if I can hold out for $1,000, but I, there will be money. In right, right, right. Let me introduce you to the panel for today. I'm Alex Falcone. I'm on Twitter at Alex Falcone, And here are some of my friends. First up, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in San Francisco, California. It's Mr. Fox. 
Alex, I'm a likable helicopter. Oh no, I blew up. <laughs> and Danny Rails The only likable character blows up. I was so sad when Charlie Tango died, but no, me, Charlie uh, Tango. No. Who gives a shit about Christian? <laughs> no, me, what about I, Charlie Tango? Well, that was exactly my thought. It was like there was like. Guys, Charlie Tango is missing. I was like, no, Charlie Tango! <laughs> yeah. You know, and the heartbreaker is he had a nearly perfect maintenance record, and he was about to just, his odometer was yeah. about to click over. He, he was three days away from retirement. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, but the good news is he's going to be fine. The Euro team will be there on Monday. And he adopted a new little son. There's mm-hmm. a new mini helicopter. Basically, that every gift cute. she's ever given him has been a miniature plane or flying device. <laughs> it's well, Anna. You know, thinking isn't her strong no. suit. Uh, um, it is nice though. Sort of, you see, like the roots of like the book, right? So, like, um, you know, clearly, you know, Edward and Christian, and uh, you know, Bella and Anna, and like Charlie and Charlie Tango, right? <laughs> like. <laughs> That's where the book, the character came from. That's why we yeah, like we, it. That's right. I picture this helicopter with a mustache from now on. <laughs> mustache. A cop copter. stash. A copter stash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also joining us today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington, drinking a little bourbon. It's Mr. Smith. Hey there, Alex. Uh, I seem like a competent and knowledgeable boss for the first half of When You Know Me, but then after that, I'm going to try to touch your boobs <laughs> and go all psycho and sabotage Charlie Tango. Oh, did he sabotage Charlie Tango? He You're did. damn straight he is. Oh. The last There's line, like the last paragraph is like, uh, let's make way for a sequel. And so they're like, crouching in the shadows. He knew that that he almost got ruined by this and that he was uh, he was unlucky that, that Christian survived the helicopter crash that he totally caused. That's, they were really playing He's in that publishing. really heavily where they just kept saying like, he kept saying, like both engines yeah. at the same time mysterious yeah. it was like every time they say that i pictured the character looking out at me do you oh, shenanigans <laughs> right yeah. that sounds like it could have been foul play listen all y'all this is sabotage <laughs> <laughs> also joining us today uh she's listened to pretty much as much filth as we have i feel like we're responsible for <laughs> most of her nightmares in chicago illinois it's ms hathaway hi I'm not comfortable usually using the word vagina, but I will ask you to refer to me as a panacea at one point. <laughs> Sounds like a delightful, um, like, panini, like, chain, maybe. Oh. I, I like, actually think I would go to a panacea and, like, you know, order up, like, a... Yeah. I picture Sounds I picture like- it as, like, before vaginas were all separated, they were all together in one giant panacea. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then tectonic something or other. Nope. <laughs> yeah, tectonic plates things. <laughs> Come on, Chris, to be fair to Alex, that's not the worst her thing you heard in like the last four hours. I really think you should cut him some slack. Uh, okay, uh, let's, uh, let's get a summary now for the second half of this book because we're reading the second half today. Uh, about 10 hours on the audiobook, in case you were wondering. God. Chris. Or if you want to go for like, you know, uh, how many years it took off our lives, all yeah. of them. <laughs> We're all dead right now. This is some horrible, torturous purgatory. Uh. At least we died for no good reason. <laughs> Quick, we gotta find Miracle Max. The love of our—it it was for the love of our internet friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. I wish I wish we had become friends with the Matlock people instead. <laughs> I don't think they would have asked us of us. You guys, you have to go watch 
more Matlock. That's all they would do. They would assign us more Matlock. <laughs> that seems pretty benign. Seems Chris, I want you to summarize today in the style of Sir. my inner goddess. So limber okay. up. Uh, can I be doing backflips, resting on a sofa, and doing figure skating tricks at the Dancing same time? Dancing on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, can I be sweating from every pore in my body as I'm so nervous right I now? Would... Make sure you wear harlot lipstick. <laughs> yeah, that, I was Always. like, that's a judgy shade of lipstick. Harlot red? I don't know. Couldn't it be yeah. like oh God. modern liberated woman red? Yeah, yeah, but sadly, that's not the way Anna operates. No, it is not. <laughs> you know, what's weird is like a strong lip's totally on trend right now. I mean, I, I like yeah. I like strong lips. Um, I have no problem with that. I just don't like the judginess of the, <clears throat> the color. It's like if you were like picking through Crayola, you know, all they have all those great names for crayons, none of which are like, you're a slut green. You know? Right. All right. Young professional Anna Steele and billionaire Christian Grey <laughs> are deeply in love. She loves him so much, she's willing to overlook his damaged psyche for his wealth and his good looks. <laughs> and he's so in love with her that he's willing to have sex with her everywhere and not beat and hit her because she looks like his mom. Mm. Oh, hmm. That's what. Okay. okay. So that is the, what's in the book. Chris is not just a horrible <laughs> person. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, so there might have been some plot points, uh, like Anna's boss being a psycho creep all of a sudden for no reason, and Gray asking to marry Anna after a visit to his shrink. Um, also, one of his BDSM exes is mentally unstable and confronts them with a gun and really just needs a bath. Um, <laughs> Same thing and, happens to uh, my puppy. Yeah, and and again, Christian Gray crashes his helicopter. But what this book really is about is about fucking. I mean, making love. Um, they make sweet, sweet love while playing pool. Uh, they make sweet hand love in an elevator, and they they make car love uh, and field love and everywhere else love. Can we just pause um, the elevator thing for a second? Because like she's like, and nobody knows what we're doing, and like I think it was like. Like very obvious. Yeah, I bet everyone you else just like like oh. hitting their button like very many times trying to make the elevator go faster. Like, <laughs> oh, I know. How can you not? Oh, leave them out of it. They're just trying to go home after a lovely evening out. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Um. So, uh, these two cannot stop fucking so much so that their families are worried that their engagement may be a bit rash. Um. Who really would have time to to talk amidst all of the making love and the making love to your behind and all of the things that happen. Um, well, they kind of talk sometimes, but mostly they just, um, well, they fight. No, they, I mean, they, they fight in basically equal amounts to the sex. Well, they fuck and then they fight about, you wanted to fuck me that way and I wasn't sold on it and now you're being Or pouty. like, I'm jealous that you learned how to do that by doing that with someone else. Or... right. Or like I'm jealous because you smiled at someone and asked how their day was. Your, your yeah, just kind to me, so I'm I'm angry now. They, mm. it's like that song, guys, right? Like fighting and fucking <laughs> and wishing and praying, <laughs> planning, butt plugging. <laughs> After a while, you just need to have a nap. <laughs> 
It's the have a nap song, yeah, just like that. It's the have a nap, guys. <laughs> Take five, all right? All right, great. Oh, everyone go to sleep. And that's, and that's the, the book. book. That's the book. Uh, awesome. All right, let's, let's, we like to start and end with every, every episode with a compliment. Uh, it's called the compliment sandwich. Today, Sarah, you have the right. This is the only nice thing we're doing for you to go first or last. Which do you prefer? Um... I believe I shall go last. All right, excellent choice. Um, I might have something. All right, as your first. You know what? <laughs> All right, I don't ever. I don't know if I'm ever going to be like attacked by uh, a boss. Um, but I think the self-defense advice was actually pretty sound. Where you just like grab a pinky, like try to rip it off, and then just a straight knee to the crotch. Yeah. So, like, you could probably do worse if you had to try to fend someone off. Like, yeah, that that, that mm-hmm. does seemed effective. If you were uh, if you had a female boss, not very effective. I mean, uh, you think? I mean, it still hurt. I yeah, don't want anyone to put their their <laughs> knee up my Look, business. Oh, no yeah. one said up. No one said up. <laughs> oh, sorry, my bad. No, no, I'm not <laughs> well, implying. Well, I misunderstood the situation. Never mind. I'm not <laughs> implying that this would not be crappy, but it's just, I, I think it's probably not as debilitating as it is on a male boss. No, but, like, it's not good. Like, no one's, like, this was not one of the things that Christian did, like, as a thing of pleasure. So, it must be a thing of, like, mostly only pain. I mean, some people do. Christian wasn't into giving himself pain. (laughs) So, we don't even know. But there are definitely, I mean, those people write to Dan Savage every week. Like, I like kneeing people in the crotch. And I get, like, kneed in the crotch. Yeah, or I, I like getting kneed in the crotch, but my wife of 20 years doesn't want to do that. Uh, will she ever change? That That's like every other week. In yeah. in a pinch, couldn't you just use like, um, I don't know, like a rake? Or an, <laughs> a rake would work. Yeah, or like an errant football. Yeah, or just sit down too quickly <laughs> on the ass. <laughs> you know those errant footballs that we've seen so much on America's Funniest Home Video? <laughs> they must be. There's like, yeah, in like Texas or somewhere, just going back and problem forth. in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah, go find their contact information from ABC. Go hang around in some parks where there are JV football teams playing with errant footballs everywhere. It's important that you have somebody filming you with a VHS video. Tape, video <laughs> I yep. wish this had been his kink. Which, <laughs> like, honey, that. please don't operate power tools without proper supervision. We'll see you at home. <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris, why don't you be second today? Yeah, um... So, I have a technology compliment. Um, there is this one sort For of technology part... or about technology in this book. Because in general, I agree with you, technology is pretty rad. Yeah, no, it, it's all right. Um, so, uh, there's this part in the book where Anna's at work and Christian owns the, co- the parent corporation of her publishing agency. Mm-hmm. And they're sending dirty emails back and forth. And he says, Filthy. your computer's being monitored, use your BlackBerry. And she keeps emailing him on the uh, computer to try to be snarky. Um, and he says, no, really. And she still won't use her BlackBerry. And my compliment is for Anna, because no one I don't want to use a BlackBerry. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and I think that's just reasonable. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll take a talk from HR any day over having to use some some chiclet keyboard on and the, a terrible screen. Uh, also a compliment, uh, this is to, like, being friends with the IT guy. Because oh, yeah, was able to get the server wiped. Uh, yeah, take care of your IT team members, guys. Although, in a dick move, he only deletes his half of the conversation so yeah he that's totally a hangs move. her up to dry yeah that is a dick move yeah so like if you were if like there was an hr investigation they would be like why are you constantly sending the filthiest email <laughs> to christian gray <laughs> to no one and he never Just... responds yeah why are you 
talking about how moist you are. Yeah, you're always saying, I had a great time last night. Like, he's not responding. Like, this whole relationship yeah. is in your head. HR just, like, sits down with you. He's like, I think he's not that into you, Anna. Yeah. <laughs> this is about you using your work computer incorrectly. This is just, we, as one woman to another, he's not that into you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can do better, but uh, you're not doing well now. Yeah. You know, this is the problem with her constantly changing the subject line. She doesn't have a threaded conversation. That is the issue. Oh, that must be emails... such a bitch for the IT guy, right? To have to like, delete oh, every no. single... Like, it's not threaded. Yeah, it's, it's not he's actually like, These that guys hard. are idiots. They're never yeah. deleting their like signature when they know each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on. Come on, shouldn't that be auto-hiding on Gmail anyway by now? Grow up. Yeah, but I don't think they're using Gmail uh, based no, this on the is rest out, This is the Outlook technology. for sure. Outlook this is like an Exchange yeah. 2003 server. Yeah. You know? Your PST cannot exceed two you, gigabytes. You are hurting me. <laughs> it hurts to hear it. Uh, all right, so I will go third. My major compliment is for a sweet metaphor. Yeah? Yeah, mm. here it is. I'm like an overflowing tank of gasoline. There's no room for any more. Uh Here's what it's I like. It's got to be right, that. right? Yeah, first of all, totally accurate. And also, mm-hmm. I like that it could be a tank of anything that is overflowing. There's not room for more. That's how overflowing <laughs> works. And that she chose gasoline for no good reason. It's the sexiest. It's the classic overflowing gas tank problem. <laughs> yeah, there's like, there are a lot of like, like the cup overrunneth, like with gasoline, right? It's, there's a lot of old references to mm-hmm. gas tanks overflowing. So it's really, it's a, it was a great pull. For her. I mean, sweet well, metaphor. Uh, e. L. James, you wordsmith. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right, Sarah, that leaves you. Major compliment. Um. So after Christian and Saab, Charlie Tango crash, oh. um, and also his assistant, who no one was worried about. Yeah, nobody cared. <laughs> uh, I mean, including me. So. Yeah, well, after they um, they crashed and were recovered, uh, his therapist, Flynn, is also, like, at a party later talking to him. And he goes, that was one googly you bowled there, Christian. A googly? <laughs> yeah, which is apparently a cricket reference. And it was, I don't know, it just made me yeah. laugh a lot. He's supposed to be British, you know? Yeah. I don't know why, other than maybe she was just like, oh, God, I'm tired of writing American. She had one good, yeah, she had one good cricket reference that she had to find a character that could be able to tell that reference in writing. You know, that's probably where this book started, and she she worked worked backwards backwards from that. That was a googly you pulled? Yeah, she's like, what is the googly? And why was it bold? And then this this story sprang into horrible life. And she started in the end of the sequel and worked backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. That explains why it's so incoherent. I think it does. Oh, that's the reason? Yeah, that's it. That's all it yeah, is. No, so it was originally like um, cricket fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> and then called... she wanted to adapt it to the fan fiction people would read, which would be Twilight. Yeah. And then people liked that so much. Yeah, because there are all those cricket fan fiction boards. The yeah, well, story right of, a, the, of a uh, young wicket and a spin bowler from the wrong <laughs> side of the tracks. Oh, my. <laughs> Uh, all right, so for our next segment, uh, we're going to do our normal anchor segment. Uh, so everybody get out your hate plugs mm. and all right. uh, <laughs> uh, put it wherever you want. I, I hear the rip of foil. <laughs> I hate those things. <laughs> but I always seem to have them on hand. <laughs> half man, half condoms. <laughs> He's more condom than man now. <laughs> Twisted and evil. 
If, if he's a uh, if he's a man, he is a condomy man. And if he's a condom, he's a very manly condom. Yeah. Oh I'm no, I love that movie. Yeah, I don't want to ruin uh, that great song. For no, you, <laughs> a condom of a man. A condom of a man. Condom. <laughs> All right. Uh, so now, what's something that you want to uh, stop I, up? I have a musical oh. hate in that. Oh God. <laughs> I assume it, that's that's that kind of plug. I'm assuming a butt plug is no. not three pronged AC. <laughs> um. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh-huh. No. Uh. I I was sad that you know we had someone named Mrs. Jones and did not have like that song "Me and Mrs. Jones" uh, yeah. as like one of the interludes or even like the Mr. Jones and Me thing. You know. Yeah. There were no Jones based songs at all. Yeah. Yeah. Kind yeah. of a bummer, guys. I mean, there were no songs at all because it was a book. Yeah, that's the other part. Uh, it should have just been like a, an, an LP instead of like a twenty-hour audiobook that I hated. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, if it was just yeah, it was a, it was just a mixtape. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. A mix iPod even. Mrs. Mix iPad. Jones. Mrs.Jones.com. Mike Mike Jones. Yeah, that's a Mike Jones reference. <laughs> yeah, that's the one I had. And then um, I was tra- starting to sing. Uh, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, which is not Jones, but it's close enough. Close enough. I'm Anything, sorry, Miss Jones. <laughs> this <laughs> is my butt plug. <laughs> Mrs. Jones has the most thankless job, I have to imagine, right? Like, yeah, she has to clean out the sex room. That horrified me when they said uh, that. I feel like I, I feel like you clean your own sex room. I don't care how rich you are. <sighs> You clean your own sex room, right? He tried to make it better by saying that sometimes his subs did it. And I was like, that's also gross. (laughs) Like, he should be doing, or at least helping. Like, I'll wipe down the sex couch if you wipe down the sex wall. Yeah, maybe it's one of those fun couple (laughs) bonding experiences you have after. Oh, wait, sorry. You've never actually talked that when it wasn't a fight. How how about this, guys? All right, I got two plans. One, you just move. All right. Every time you use a sex dungeon, just move. Just burn it down. Yeah, yeah. Or just, yeah, it's from like a tearaway. Like, You're a you know, billionaire, just, right? You just, just like burn you, that mother down. How about a, how about a blow up playroom so it's it's you can move it anywhere? Ooh, a bouncy or, house. And hose it off properly. Slash, yeah, you know? how, about just a, how about just a bouncy house, guys? <laughs> guys just, like we can what if he behind. was just into bouncy houses? <laughs> I have something Stop. pretty dark. You, uh, you would run if you knew it, but I just, I, I only like bouncy I houses. I really like jumping in a bouncy house. I'm rich, so it's a bouncy castle. I like bouncing in these bouncy houses because it looks like my mom. <laughs> my mom was pretty fat, I'll be honest. Had just netting around her all the time. She, she might have been a fisherman. You must be at least 48 inches tall to ride my mom. Um, I gotta hate. Go for yeah. it. If anyone ever called my vagina a rare delicacy, I would barf in their face. <laughs> I, I would barf. I would also just, I would say, and Sarah, your like target like demographic, I guess, of like significant others would be people who are interested in having their face barfed in and like to use that <laughs> phrasing. That w- yeah, I mean, if I'm going to really just <laughs> check off the boxes on my dream man list. Yeah. Your OkCupid account has that. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know. Man, what would you... How would you say... I'm going to I'm gonna make someone an OkCupid account now. I have to... I think I... We'll have Into to- having vagina complimented. Single straight woman with rare delicacy <laughs> vagina. 
Uh-huh. Seeks man to be barfed on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But only if you can make me come like a freight train. I don't uh-huh. even know. Like, what does that mean? Like, how like, does a freight train come? I, like, I don't know, but it was so funny because I thought of. Do you guys remember when we did the last one? We had the Thomas the Tank Engine thing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I do remember that. He's not a freight train. He's a. Well, he's just an engine. Uh, well, well. So what? I don't but no. Know what is, he is. Can we say what is a like? Is a freight train like you know? And that she would carry large amounts of coal or uh, would be probably late unless in Switzerland. Uh-huh. She would suddenly get robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Always being robbed by cowboys. <laughs> or is like being run Her by orgasm is just hijacked. <laughs> Shanghai. This is the holdup. Or, or no, it's just like being managed by Dagny Taggart and maybe sure. some moochers. Oh, sure. Her orgasm is uh, dangerous to pedestrians and has very loud signals. <laughs> Has been seized by the government in a, in a Randian dystopian <laughs> future, but is oddly still popular in the dystopian future. Yeah, mm-hmm. still is that is the only means of transportation. <laughs> uh, well, it's a good thing she orgasms all the time, so everyone can get to where they need to be. <laughs> I uh, uh. so I have another hate, and this is I started to talk about this a little last week, and I just want to come back to it, which is that people have referred to this as being porn. And I just think there is no porn in the world with this much bickering between the sex. No yeah. one would like... Like, if you were seriously turned on by this series, wouldn't them being Ronnie and Sam between... Ron and <laughs> oh, Sammy God. Between them, it, they are so Ronnie and Sam from the Jersey Shore. They're so like that. And it's... And like, just like, not even and, season one. Like, season three. Oh, God. Yeah, just... Ooh, <laughs> it, it's what's well, sort of like... There are people who like fight porn and people who like porn porn, and this is for like that like Venn diagram intersection. I mean, and I don't think it's, I know, but like I mean, let's be honest: the sex is not good, and the fights are not well, good. Well, yeah, I was wondering that. Which is more grating, hearing them bicker over stupid shit or hearing them have sex? It's uh, yeah. You know what it is? This is like okay. I think this is just like having neighbors with thin walls who you can't get rid of. Oh yeah. Oh totally. I, you know, I'm inclined to think that the sex is worse because there's a more limited vocabulary involved. Mm, yeah. I mean, the vocabulary is limited across the board in this book, but the, the sex scenes are all exactly the same. I w- he says, give it to me, baby, when she's not really putting her vagina into it, like, each and every single time. <laughs> you can do it, put your vagina into it. Yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, the weird thing is that he always seems like it's, like, it's going to really suck if he comes. He's like, oh, no, I don't want to come. Oh. That's actually why I think I like the, Sassafras. I like the sex more than the fighting, because the, the sex has at least a very definite end, and the fighting oh, just sort of true. fades away and then picks up again ten pages later. If, yeah, it picks up again suddenly over like a glass of wine. Seriously, they just had sex. The they're after glowy. They have a glass of wine, and her second question is like, "So what's the deal with the naked pictures of your friends?" Like it just instantly. <laughs> she always bring up the worst stuff. Um, ah, I hate them both. It's just like Ron and Sam in that I I hate both sides. I disagree. They're both wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah but like what if, if could... he makes some some gray gray juice? I was really, really amped. I was really hoping you know? they'd get in a big fight and that we would see the uh, the Mr. Gray moving company <laughs> just throw <laughs> our shit out the door. I yeah. I wouldn't mind this if it was like a cartoon with like great sound effects. So like for like when they get in a fight, they just become like that sort of like that like dust ball with like arms like going out, you know. Oh like, yeah. Just, like, like the Tasmanian tumbling. devil. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And then like also if the sex, like if they're just sort of like 
orgasm noises were instead of like instead of like ooh was just more like 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 slide whistles and like boink. Or something. <laughs> oh, like Benny Hill. Yes, yeah. exactly. Is what that's what you think of? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Although the dust uh. cloud also makes me think that maybe like it's like you're doing with pig pen. You know what? Pig pen deserves love too. All he needs is yeah. a bath. He's not crazy. <laughs> yeah. he, he and Layla should get together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This ad was neither required nor approved by read-weep.com slash Amazon. Amazon, what have we done? Meanwhile, at K-Raw, the NPR affiliate station in Read It and Weep HQ. We now return to Fresh Air, where we have two very special guests. Linguist and longtime critic of American consumerism, Noam Chomsky. Thanks for having me, Terry. And here to promote his, promote his new book on parenting, The Father of Lies, Satan himself. Happy to be here, Terry. Gnome, let's start with you. For years, you've said that the cathedral of consumerism is collapsing, but now you're saying it's okay to start consuming mindlessly again. When is it okay? Only in one situation, really, Terry. If you've just read Fifty Shades Darker and you feel like crying and no number of showers will wash away the shame. Oh, I've been there. Me too, Gnome. As have I. I just could not get clean, even after a chemical peel and a truly abrasive apricot scrub. It was as if my very soul was befouled. And just between you and me, I thought soul befouling was a myth before I read that book. Well, now we know it's real, don't we? Oh, yes. We sure do, yes. After a while, I threw up my hands and realized the only thing I hadn't tried was mindless consumerism, and wouldn't you know, it worked. It's like your keys are always in the last place you looked, am I right, Gnome? Where do you shop, and uh, what do you buy? I shopped at read-weep.com slash Amazon. Since it helps support Read It and Weep, it's by far the least evil form of mindless consumerism. He's right. And I discovered it doesn't matter what at all I buy. None? No matter what it is, it's always better than Fifty Shades. Literally, nothing is worse. Again, he's right. We have exhaustive charts. Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon and buy anything. Number two on the evil chart is shopping anywhere else. It's actually, it's, it's Kate Hudson. Really? I'm just not a fan. So, I guess I wanted to do one thing. I wanted to play a quick game with you guys uh, called Dear Read It and Weep. Uh, as this is a, a new segment that I'm going to start today where characters of popular books write in to ask us relationship advice. So there's a lot of people oh. in this book who need some relationship oh. advice. So I'm going to read the questions that they wrote into us, and I'm going to have you guys answer them. How does that sound? Sounds, sounds great. Sounds I bet great. we can help. I bet, <laughs> I bet we can too. We cannot do any worse than they're doing now. Yeah, so here's, what I, here's the first question. Um, should I stay with somebody who only dates women who look like his mom? Signed... Real everyday dame following languidly after guys. Um, I guess my question is, um, no, no, just no. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one potential loophole. If you can go back later and find the picture of his mom and convince yourself that you don't look anything alike, then it might be okay. That is helpful. <laughs> also, if his mom was stunningly hot, I guess that could just be that he generally yeah, doesn't look yeah, it, do you hot look, women. Do you and his mom look pretty generic? You know, you know or what I mean. He, is he really saying you look like a crack whore? 
Right. He looked like a is, dead crack whore. His mom was a crack whore who died when he was a kid. That's what he's looking for. Yep. Where right. will I find Well, yeah. that's very good advice for Red Flag. So, uh, next question. Should I stay with somebody who is jealous of everybody I've ever dated, including my helicopter, when she finds out that it's female? Signed, Dude on Mars. Yeah, that was a weird point when she's like, once you realize that helicopters and all other aircraft and ships are called she, that she was like, I'm jealous now. She's a little jealous of Charlie Tango. Yeah. Well, she's right to be because Charlie Tango is a much better catch. But <laughs> Well, and also, you know, he spends a lot of time in Charlie Tango, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, he was clearly trying to elope with Charlie Tango. Yeah, yeah there was riding Charlie Tango pretty hard some nights. <laughs> Uh, next question. How soon is too soon for a boyfriend to stop you from seeing your best friend? Mm, I think I would have to get three replacement friends through the boyfriend first. Uh, well, he doesn't allow you to have any friends. That's part of the deal. I would need more than none, I think. Okay. <laughs> zero, zero is not the right number So it's of not friends. a time for you. It's just the replacement value. Like if you're trading up in friends, yeah, that's Yeah, well, fine. I would want a net gain of friend value. I think that's fair. Yeah, like, if he can have you hang out with his awesome sister um, and go on big shopping sprees, then I think that's okay. I would say three weeks is too short of a period of time to start putting rules down about who you can see. But after yes. that, who knows? Because you're just going to get married anyway. It's the four-week rule of telling me to never hang out with my best friend ever again. I think that's, yeah. that's what they say. It's a four-week rule. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, here's the question from... from from somebody uh my boss tried <laughs> my bo- boss tried to blackmail me into sex does that qualify me to be the head of publishing yes as long as you report him to hr yeah because listen publishing is all about making an impression and if you're <laughs> able to make an impression with dead ass then why not be the head of publishing uh, i mean I, again it's kind of a dead industry no matter what if you want to like be captain <laughs> of a sinking ship be my guest <laughs> Yeah, that is that is something that they did not uh, she did not acknowledge was like as soon as she became boss she looked at the numbers and was like holy shit. <laughs> I no I I need to I need to hit on an intern fast and get fired cuz I cannot <laughs> no, stick with this job. I, I I think I would be better off like sewing afghans or something by hand in America. Like that's not that business is doing better than this is going to go. Yeah, have you seen year after year over year uh, Afghan growth numbers? They're fantastic. It's, I mean, well, they're not good, but they're better than publishing. Well, you know, solid, right? Like it's like you know five percent a year. I'm in the or... handwriting letter, handwritten letters business, and I'm better oh. off than publishers. <laughs> Assistant, read the first chapter of this Afghan and get notes to me by lunch. <laughs> you're you're hired. <laughs> I actually like the idea of writing notes on an Afghan by lunch. I really like Afghans generally, guys. I don't think anyone has anything bad to say about Afghans. I find them to be itchy. Oh, I guess you do have something bad to say about Afghans. What if that's your kink, though? <laughs> Just itchy Afghans. <laughs> well, I'm sure I can find somebody. I think Because oh, your man, mother used to be itchy. I am going to... <laughs> no, guys, I'm going to revitalize the Afghan industry. All right? Just Fifty Shades of Afghans. It's all going to be about... like They're all... <laughs> I mean, that actually She was like a, a young good... pillow sham. That's he so... was an experienced duvet cover. Yeah. It's all going to be like <laughs> Afghan bondage. Or yeah. BDS oh. Afghan. <laughs> I mean, I, I was actually going to play as one of our main games today. Like, what would you rather see turned into S&M erotic fan fiction? But you guys have already done that with the game of cricket oh. and with blankets. So... To, all right, here, here's the concept. Okay, I'm not sure how I'm not sure all of it. 
yet, but 90s kids food snacks. Ooh, like, gushers. Yeah, yeah. gushers Ew. are like getting whipped by fruit by the foot. Squeeze I heard it. the sound of foil ripping. T- Teddy Grahams. It was gushers. Candy yeah. snacks, gushers. lunchables. This one's going to be a gusher. Flavor blasted goldfish. Oh, flavor blasted. That is the yeah. best kind of goldfish. Yeah, let's blast those goldfish. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Flavor no good pull on flavor blasted goldfish. Oh, yeah, and then throw a whatchamacallit in there. Ooh, ooh. You got how yourself about... an orgy. <laughs> Guys, how about a chocolate dunkaroo? Oh, that's gross. Not in the first date. <laughs> You're not into that? Oh, I'm sorry. It's at least just let the pinky first. <laughs> at least at least three weeks and a pinky first. <laughs> it's the three-week rule. As a dunkaroo virgin, you need to train. <laughs> Can't we just have a handy snack? Yeah, I, man, you oh, oh. Uh, that was pretty good. All right, well, that's the end of that. Uh, all right, uh, that brings us to the uh, second half of our compliment sandwich. So we're going to go in reverse order. Sarah, what is the last nice thing you ever going to say about Fifty Shades Darker? Um, Mrs. Jones is great at making sandwiches. <laughs> You're a fan of chicken they, salad, huh? Uh, nope. They just say that in the book, and I thought that was a nice detail to toss in. <laughs> I didn't know like that was something one make... could be good or bad at. Yeah, as, as our official sandwich expert, what is the thing that makes someone great at sandwich? Is it like textures or is it just like meat to bread ratio, flavor profiles? I mean, yeah, I think it, you know freshness, of course. Um, I think definitely some kind of care and composition. Um, I think, yeah, balance of textures is going to be big. Uh, I'm a proper big fan seasoning. Of a, a crunch. You got to get a good yeah, crunch. Yeah, yeah. You don't want like, yeah. like, to. Wanna... But at the same time, you got to have a deft hand with the mayo. You know? Certainly. Yeah, like don't put it on. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I so don't know definition is deft. No, I I do though. What really? You guys are bu- two of you, two of us on this show. We had the, we had the same I think thing about like cream cheese in you where you were just saying like you had to slather it on and like half was like no a thin scrape is all you need. Oh, you yes. can. y'all ever had Excellent. a cream cheese on a hot dog though? You ever have cream cheese on a hot dog? Pretty good. No, but I'd I heard that. that was the Seattle style hot dog, and I looked very askance when someone said that. <laughs> I know. I heard it was from back east. You know, um, I'm gonna say when, like hot dogs are phallic enough for me without needing like a cream filling. Oh, it's quite good. Uh, my my inner food critic is doing like you know is retching over the side of the boat right now. <laughs> Man, my inner fat kid is doing backflips. I mean, not actually, but he's playing yeah, 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 with he's, a skateboarder he, in it, and that guy's doing backflips. He's thinking God about doing backflips. <laughs> he's watching YouTube videos of backflips right now. <laughs> my inner fat kid's just sitting there, but he's enjoying himself. Don't you worry. <laughs> it's my inner god, my inner fat god. <laughs> Your inner uh, Bacchus. Oh, well, nice pull. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Uh, all right. Let's see. So going backwards. So my my minor compliment. Another sweet metaphor. His glare <laughs> was glacial and volcanic at the same time. Oh God. <laughs> I don't. So I don't like it. tepid water. You know, this, yeah. this reminds me of, of Jacob versus Edward. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is like, one this is is hot, like one Jacob is and Edward at the same time, though. How could yeah, your stare is... be both Jacob and Edward? His uh, stare I'm sure is team slash Jacob exactly and about team, that. J- team Edward. It's not possible. So, just want to point this out there. Um, is uh, is Jose supposed to be the Jacob corollary? 
Yes. yes. He's a minority, <laughs> yeah. and he also likes Black her. Black hair. Yeah. Makes me and pretty he's uncomfortable. <laughs> and yeah. kiss rapes her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that yeah. that's actually true. That's in both notable kiss rape. Uh, in the in the first book, yeah, when she when they're drunk. I really mm-hmm. cannot wait till uh, she has a magic pregnancy and he falls in love with her belly. <laughs> I uh. still think he's a vampire. I'm holding out hope. That's going <laughs> to be revealed in the last book. That's why you got to read it. <laughs> Christian Grey has been a vampire this whole time. I mean, don't you want to see how it finishes? I mean, climaxes. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Um, comes like I a freight mean, train. Comes like a freight train. <laughs> Man, I would not mind if this this book ended like a freight train. Or I guess it, it, it stops slowly over yeah, the course exactly. of a half mile. In that it stops traffic for what feels like forever. Oh, I mean, like, God. like with the Doppler effect. You know, no. guys, I had a vacation day planned today, and all I did oh. was listen to this book at my laptop. Oh, sorry, buddy. Oh. Yeah, I listened to it too, okay. so I'm not that sorry, but. Yeah. No, Everyone no, stop just, making jokes. This got sad. I understand yeah. your pain, Chris, so I am sorry. I know how that yeah. feels. Yeah. Anyway, Chris, compliment. Your turn. Go for it. Um, so in listening to this and getting it done, uh, because I, I basically listened to half a book today, um, I judiciously skipped a couple parts and by accident skipped the part where Charlie Tango crashed, and I am so glad for that. <laughs> he because in your memory. I'm not sure I can take that kind of frisson of pain. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I, one of my favorite things in the world is uh, palm frisons dipped in mayonnaise. Oh, I yeah. like a nice frison salad. Oh, sure. My favorite type of dog is a Bichon frison. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Point Fris- Sarah. <laughs> frison out. Drops the mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I like frisons just because like, anything furry. That's... It's just something I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the show. We're over. <laughs> no. no, come back. No, it's done. I'm pretty sure it's done. I mean, it feels like a great ending. I know. No, no, we, we get to fa- stop now. Super, uh, super. Do the outro. <laughs> Nothing here to say. I'm gonna make you come up with a compliment, even if it's just about mayonnaise. <laughs> I consider chatting you the sandwich one. <laughs> Thank you. That would have been great to have the feed. I I actually do have a compliment. I guess this is for um, this is for. Uh, low expectations and the next author that I read Hold on. because hey, really quick though before you do finish this comment I want to say yeah, yeah. this is now precedented everyone does <laughs> compliment that is very precedented back to, to precedence <laughs> um, yeah so just this is um, for whoever lucky author I, I read next low I think bar. I will yeah I will love you unconditionally for the rest of my life because you are not this book I, so one of the you I, have a fan for life coming towards you. One of the things that's really crushing for me when we do books is I don't get to listen to podcasts for like two weeks because I got I always have to have audiobooks on to get otherwise yeah. I'll never get the reading done. Mm-hmm. So I am so stoked to go back to the world. I don't know like news. I haven't heard any news in two weeks. Oh, you didn't miss anything good. Oh, good. Okay, guys, guys, can we have one of those like sort of like uh, war movie campfire moments where we all talk about what we're gonna do when we get back home? Oh yeah. It's like yeah. Well, when I can read things on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna finish the Mary Roach book because oh, I'm. I put I, that oh, is off. Gulp good? I'm, I like it a lot. I ju- yeah, I just cool. started that. I'm about a chapter in. I'm stoked. It's so I I, I would wear, I would read a book from her about anything. Yeah. How How about you, Chris? What are you gonna listen to? What are you gonna listen to when you get home from the war? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna listen to a lot of tech po- tech news podcasts about. Uh, oh, dude, you're gonna find out about the Xbox. 
I'm gonna listen. I'm finding out about the Xbox, about Tumblr getting bought, yeah. Um, about about all this stuff that I can really geek out about it that has no real impact on my life. Yeah, you and and much. there'll be no butt plugs, right? Few. Not even one. Few. Half. How about you? What are you gonna read? Was this a cowboy war? What are you doing, as? Oh, all right. Well, if you're around a campfire, you have to be a cowboy, I don't think right? We're around the campfires and going home from war. No, I think like we're should... all we're all named Tex. We're in World War Two, and we're at a campfire. <laughs> How about you, Tex? I don't know, Tex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all that one guy from all the platoon movies. <laughs> All right, Mrs. Tex, what are you going to do when you get home from Ezra's bizarre cowboy war in Europe? <laughs> this is and real. Keep in mind, you're married. Uh, I reckon I'll just keep listening to random access memories by them Daft Punk. Uh. And maybe finish reading Nosferatu by Joe Hill. Let's get some nice, uh, nice helmets. Yeah. Not sweet. <laughs> them helmets fetch a fine price on the planes. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, I'm gonna go to sleep. Better set my helmet down to use as a pillow. <laughs> uh, if you need no. me, I'll be over yawn in the holler. Oh, Tex, watch out! It's the enemy. No, it's Tex. No good can come of that holler. <laughs> it's the Germans, Tex. Get out the way. Move, Tex. Get out the way. Get out, get out, out the, the way, way Tex, Tex. Get out the way. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for our show. We will be back again next week. Next week, we're going to be reading the book Inferno. It's the new uh, blockbuster novel from Dan Brown. Robert Langdon's back on another treasure hunt, trying to find our hearts. We will see you guys next week with that. Uh, if you have any feedback for us, read dashwip.com slash contact or use our shiny new comments. Also, Facebook and Twitter, everywhere else. We're great. Um, Chris at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. Thanks for being here. Oh, absolutely. Thanks. And at Ezra Fox. Yeah. Thanks for doing it. Enjoy your life after the war. <laughs> Thanks, Dex. <laughs> I like how you... Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and go see, uh, go see Sarah at Meridian at Idaho, Chicago. Fuck yes, yeah. please. What night are you on now? All the time. All the time. But we're now on weekends most of the time, so That's a you know, you need so something. if I visit Chicago for some reason, I could probably see your show. Yeah. So if you're swinging on through, you have a weekend in the big city, come come get some laughs in you. Promoted to weekend is a good that's that's a big deal, right? Yeah, it's very fun. We're enjoying it and trying uh, not to take it for granted. Good. <laughs> awesome. Well, so everybody should go check her out. Thanks for being here, Sarah. Oh, thank you, guys. I'm I'm glad we all made it through. And I yeah we 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 say don't <laughs> we don't say this enough to our guests, but uh, we're sorry. Yeah. You're forgiven. Yep. <laughs> okay. Take care, everybody. We'll be back next week. Bye. Huh. So. So that was Fifty Shades Darker. Uh, and that's done and can die in a fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>